Welcome to a very special episode of the GoFall Podcast. This week it is me, Mateo83, taking control of the podcast. Jeremy is out on assignment. He'll be back next episode, so don't worry for all you uh, Jeremy, a.k.a. Jay Vader fans. This week I get to sit down with a very good friend of mine named Sarah Mitchell. She is a writer and an aspiring podcaster. Um, I've been meaning to get a get down and sit sit down with her and uh, talk with her. She's getting ready to move out of town, um, so it'll be very sad when she's gone, but... I'm looking forward to keeping in touch with her, and of course, when her new po- when her podcast drops, uh, she will. I will be sharing her podcast with you guys, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm just giving you a quick background, or just foreshadowing foreshadowing of what the podcast will be. Um, we talk about everything. Uh, Sarah was never really exposed to comic books growing up, so that was really fun to talk to her about. Uh, she's really into minimalism. It's a great idea, a kind of way to live by. Uh, it's pretty awesome, and we talk about that, we talk about baby self, we talk about growing up in general, um, a little bit of a different type of episode, a different flow, but also just want to get into the idea of us interviewing creators, creators of of writing, creators of podcasts, creators of games. I think this is going to be the start of something really fun for both me and Jeremy. Um, of course, every week, we'll, every other week or a week, we'll sit down and we'll have the same banter, so... The podcast isn't going to change too much. This is just something new that we're we're wanting to try. Um, so Sarah Mitchell shows up on the show this week. Also uh, helping me out on the show this week is my wife Priscilla. Um, she was very reluctant to do the episode. She's very reluctant to do any sort of podcasting in general. But it was really fun to have her get on the show. And she actually got pretty involved. So it was fun to actually have her in the background leading the way. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of us and Sarah Mitchell. Thanks. I was reading comic books when I was five years old. 1988. Seriously? Yeah. Could you read when you were five? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Go ahead. Thanks. What year were you born in? 87. 87, mm-hmm. wow. wow. Good old 87. You're younger than my it, sister. This is really old, so it's okay, because it's like she's off the button. She's younger than Hayo. Yeah, she's younger than your sister. Um, so for everybody at home, hi, it's Mateo83, I'm co-host of the GoFo podcast. Jeremy's not in this week, but it's okay. He gave me his full permission to go ahead and move forward so that we can have an episode. And this week I have a guest with us. Actually, I have two guests. Um, one of them is uh, my wife, Priscilla, who you've heard plenty of times about on the show. She's sitting at the table with us. Are you going to participate or are you just going to... Kind of just hang back. She's really nervous. <laughs> so, uh, and also sitting across from me, I have a good friend here, uh, Sarah Mitchell. She is a aspiring podcaster. She is a writer. She is a pretty cool person. And uh, I like to welcome her. T- and she's a fan of the show, so that's a bonus. Uh, I like that. So, I'm a big um, fan of the show. Yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Um, so I have to ask you one question uh, to get started. Is this the first time? Well, you mentioned briefly that your husband did a podcast. Mm-hmm. Were you part of the podcast? No, it was before I met him. Oh, okay. He and his roommate Blake did like a sermon podcast. Oh, cool. For Calvinists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it never <laughs> saw the light of day. But occasionally, like it's still in our iTunes library. Mm. So occasionally I'll be, I'll have it on, on random yeah. and, you know, we'll go from a song to 
this yeah. really serious <laughs> podcast. So you'll go from like Metallica to <laughs> if I listen podcast. to Metallica, yes. <laughs> so it makes for interesting like rides yeah. in the car. Yeah, that's very interesting. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah also used to YouTube back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna give them your username, but uh, <laughs> I think uh, I there were really great videos, and I think that's um, they're really funny. Uh, she talked about a bee rapture, which was hilarious. Yes. Which I feel like you did that maybe at four in the morning. I might have. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> it just when inspiration would strike. Yeah. Before and, there was like a big, what seemed to me a big YouTubing community. Yeah, it definitely. I think when you started that, I was trying to get in on it too. And I know I've done. I had done just as many bad videos. Um, and I've taken them all down since then because it was just, oh my gosh, what was I trying to do? And it just felt like I needed to get a video camera and try to document something. At one point, I tried documenting like a daily blog and just doing the editing process and all that was so ridiculously hard. I was like, it takes me like a week to do like a day's video. This is not going to work out for me. Was it like a captain's log? Like so what I would four do, in the morning? I would, I would wake up and I basically just get this camera and just take it with me. And it was actually Priscilla's camera. And she hadn't um, used it in quite oh, a bit, remember? Yeah. And uh, so <laughs> it's one of those embarrassing moments when, when somebody finds a videotape and they're like, oh, what is this? And I'm like, no, don't watch that. And it's just me <laughs> driving around with this camera. It just yeah. It was really embarrassing. There's and a it, lot of, like, floor mm-hmm. um, takes and... Uh, you know, driving around into stuff. Me, <laughs> me, yeah, and then so me driving my car around the places, and then one at the time when I was recording it, um, I believe you, me, been out of town. I'm not too sure, but um, we were working on your house. I remember, and I think I even documented some of that. So, but that footage never saw the light of day because I was so embarrassed by it. But and it was oh, too long. Probably. It was way too long. <laughs> Could you imagine like trying to upload that video? Now it's like it's up in like in 20 minutes, but. It would just take forever back in 2008. I think that's very human to want to, like, capture your whole day and just to remember it or then to show other people. Yeah. I remember when I was in high school, I wanted to take photos of, like, my entire day from, like, getting on our really smelly, musty school bus to getting <laughs> to school, like, way before the other humans and, and like, just capturing a full day. And I don't know what I thought I would yeah. do with that because it was before smartphones and it was probably before MySpace. And yeah. I don't think there's anywhere you could put those pictures. Probably on my live journal, which is still out there. Yeah, I think it was live journal and maybe a, uh, what was it called? Um, high five? I'm looking at my wife as I'm asking this question. Um, High five was after MySpace, right? I don't. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> High five was another <laughs> failed social. Um, uh, I guess just a social site. It, it was like MySpace, but it just oh. it didn't have as many features. I remember I joined. I feel like I joined High Five before uh, MySpace. There was Friendster. Friendster was like I, I guess kind of like the, mm-hmm. but. Before all that was See, message boards. Yeah. Before all that, mm-hmm. I just well, I remember Yahoo chat. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. That's well, what I remember, and then I remember Facebook before MySpace. Well, Facebook, yeah, was and always then, around with the college and campuses. And then I didn't really like. I remember making an account because some friend wanted me to, and then I, and then I left that aside. 
and then MySpace came to be, and that was, like, way cooler, because you could, like, change your page, <laughs> and, like... Add graphics, add and... all this stuff, Yeah, and then, music in the background. Yeah. It was just, like, I'm the coolest person in the world, look at me, my page is better than yours. And then you can add That's what music, MySpace was. Yeah. and people can, like... But, anyways... I just remember, <laughs> like, getting really into, like, the coding of MySpace... Mm -hmm. Where you can, like, flip your layouts around, like, mm -hmm. turn them, like, opposite. And then you'd have, like, these 10-song playlists where you spend hours making mm -hmm. <laughs> music playlists. Oh, it was hilarious. It was so bad, though, at the same time. I just liked being MySpace hot on the days where I didn't feel very cute. I'd just be like, well, at least I'm hot on MySpace. <laughs> I've got some pretty good profile pictures. You change the profile picture yeah. and then your status would be feeling hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what I look like in real life. <laughs> well, that was called the MySpace singles. Yeah. So you definitely... Yeah. I mean, all utilize. I know I definitely utilize the MySpace singles. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't even want to think about what's on my page right now still. I don't think I should look it up. I think I get kind of sad. I like to leave those things in existence as like yeah. a time capsule. Yeah. I, I'm not going to yeah. go back and delete yeah. anything. Yeah. It's there. It's always going to be there. You know, I, on MySpace, I would actually do like little journals. Mm -hmm. Is it journals or blogs on there? I don't they know. They might have been notes. Oh, that's yeah. what's on Facebook. Notes. So well, I don't know. But I, used I put some on too. Yeah, I used to do that. And then I went back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I wrote this. Like, this is so funny. <laughs> and it I was so I was so cool. <laughs> what happened to me? <laughs> I was just reading a paper I wrote in college today and I just thought like I don't even like I don't even connect with all that like, research and all those thoughts mm. and and the writing style. Like the state of mind that you might have been in. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh, so an interesting fact about Sarah that she told me about a couple weeks ago was that she actually never really looked at a comic book, ever. I've never read a comic ever. book. Ever, and um, I'm kind of glad that um, it makes me feel a little honored that you listen to the podcast and have been feeling kind of informed by us. I've been feeling not <laughs> nerdy enough at all, like I didn't even think I could be on the podcast, but then I remember what you said, and or both you and Jeremy said in the first episode, which is like anything you're nerdy about just whatever yeah. you like to talk about at length it's the kind of stuff that like i can look at this and get all giddy about it you know and i'm looking at i i have a range of different issues that i've pulled out for uh sarah on our table right now and they range from one of the very first comic books that i own which is a superman issue um Oh my god, it's part one of the Supergirl saga, which began back in 1988. This is back when comic books cost 75 cents, and you could actually buy them at Walmart still. Um, nice. It's the oldest one I believe I do own. Um, obviously, it was 75 cents, so I could afford it back then. <laughs> and <laughs> nowadays, it costs um, about four bucks an issue. But of course, everything is all nice and shiny now. But you can definitely. I go back and I look at those, and I was just looking through the Superman one before we got started on the show, and to me, it feels like not much has actually changed as far as comic book stories. Maybe, um, like, art style definitely has. It feels like mm -hmm. it feels like if you go through the images here and, like, see them, you're like, oh, I can draw that. <laughs> you know? It's, oh, it's pretty good stuff. Yeah, so this is pretty neat, and I'm surprised. I, my parents obviously didn't know what I was reading. 
Otherwise, I think they would have put the kibosh to, to me reading DC Comics early on in my life because they were pretty graphic and pretty pretty violent, as opposed to like Marvel, which not until like the mid-90s is when they started hitting their um, kind of like, I guess, uh, well, X-Men got very popular and people started to like get really into them and just the art and the style and just really cool stuff like that, I think. Just kind of paved away for them. I have read comics. Okay, there we go. Archie comics. That counts. That's the only thing. That counts. I've Archie. read so many. You know, Archie is actually um, seeing a bit of a resurgence as far as popularity among people who like to read it. Really? And um, even to the point where now they have um, like Archie spinoffs, one-off spinoffs that they do. And the latest one, which I'm a big fan of, is Predator meets Archie. Do you know who Predator is? No. Oh my gosh. So uh, Predator is a, he started out as in a film series and it was a movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and it's the movie where he says, get to the chapa. You might have heard that reference, right. just people saying it in general. Uh-huh. That's where that reference is from. It's from, it's about an, an alien trophy hunter who comes to earth to pick up on trophies. Um, it's, it's out there. The movie is like, it's, it can be good or bad depending on how you watch it or see it. Some people either love it or you hate it. Um, this is very, this is a, uh, I have Predators, The Bloody Sands of Time in my hand. Uh, this book was made <laughs> while I was in the sixth grade. Um, and I bought it. I forgot where I bought it at. And I didn't know at the time, but it actually contains nudity in it. <laughs> and so, um, wow. yeah, so this kind of like, it's funny that you bring up Archie. And mm-hmm. so I'll just show you, you don't have to look at it. But you can basically get the gist that the Predator is a pretty mean, kind of scary guy. You can look at it. But (laughs) it's pretty graphic. It's pretty bloody. Like, he rips out guys' spines and their skulls. It doesn't show, like, the process of it. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. So is it get to the chopper or get in the chopper? Get get in the chopper. Oh, I'm not sure now. And you know the full, (laughs) and you know the crazy thing? Get in the chopper. Maybe. If Jeremy was here, he would totally get it, like, right, right away. The cool thing about it now is, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger is, like, definitely behind people being all about that right now. So, it's pretty cool. Um, wow. So, yeah, Predator is, it's a one-off. It's not, like, um, like he doesn't go in there and shift the Archie universe to where Archie is uh, um, killed off or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> okay, and this is, like, I can tell you right now, like, why I wouldn't have ever looked at these. I mean, the first thing is they're all, all the covers are red. and They I, are. Yeah. That's a good point. And I don't really, like, I never really gravitate toward anything that's red. I don't know if it seems, like, too... Violent? Yeah, maybe too violent. There's too much, like, action. It just, I would never... Oh, I would wow. never even think a about opening one. This is you know, crazy. I think that's actually a great, um... Great point you just proved there. Y'all predominantly feature red. Yeah, and then like with the Predator one, it's That's scary. scary. Yeah. Like it's very scary looking. I can't believe I was allowed to buy this. I can't. And I bought it because I love the Predator movie. And I watched it as a kid. And then watching it like as an adult, like I cringed at watching it. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I watched this movie. Why did my dad let me do this? <laughs> but um, yeah, it's pretty weird. And of course... This is all like shared universes. I also had another book in here. I don't know where it's at, but it was like Batman meets the Predator. So like stuff like that definitely interested me. I think it's cool that there's, I mean, I don't think that there's, that it's bad that there's nudity in there. or There's like ripping out of spines. I don't think that it's bad. I think kids need some way to think 
about the limits of yeah of their behavior like what is it like to rip out someone's spine oh here's a drawing of it yeah it's a safe way to kind of wonder about that what kind of sparked um well you can kind of see like there's really no warning on that book at all yeah you know like hey there's nudity and and blood ripping out now um i think and really books like that really caused a big change as far as um how books are produced afterwards after that is it different now it's different now you can actually see on the back this is one of the newer ones and for the past couple years they actually have ratings on them now so shops are supposed to abide by the ratings it's like watching tv if you have like a show that's tv pg Mm -hmm. you know or a show that's tv 14 you don't want your five-year-old watching it unless it's a really good show well so (laughs) who like who polices it can you still just go into hastings and buy any you can still go in there yeah i i i believe unless there's um remember i don't know you probably don't because i know i know your background (laughs) and uh and maybe maybe priscilla kind of maybe priscilla kind (laughs) of had the same kind of experiences going into like uh, say a target Mm -hmm. and trying to buy a cd with parental advisory on the thing on there what would happen they would ask you for your id they ask you for your id or for a parent Mm -hmm. if you had a parent with you did you ever run into that situation? I would never have bought a CD that said parental advisory <laughs> on it. So I think the first really? time... Really? Not even I like... got turned away when I was a kid. Notorious BID. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Priscilla's... Um, when we first met, I saw like her back catalog of CDs, and they were amazing. There's some Dr. Dre in there, some Notorious BID. No, those... Uh... I think this must be part Not of your love story. Dr. Dre, but... I think that's what, that's what finished it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't listen to that anymore. No, she just listens to NWA. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> she listens to the NWA and Slayer. Um, but no, no, like, I remember getting turned away at Target because I was trying to buy. Or even like, some music stores, they were like, you can't buy this. And so people were definitely policing it. As far as the comic books, I don't, I don't know if that's like, actually happening because I'm old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not happening to me. But, um... I wonder if, I wonder if, like, a kid tried to buy this, and he was, like, eight, and it would prompt them on their computer, like, hey, ask them. But the, the system at the store where comic books are being sold at here is so old, I don't think it'd even be an issue, but it's pretty funny. Um, so you kind of know what I geek out about, or what Yeah, I'm learning, I'm slowly, and, uh, I only have one more episode of GoFo to listen to. It's, uh, get off the show right now. Just go. Um, it's so hard to nah, keep up with kidding. everything. No, no, it's perfectly fine. Um, you sent me a list. I'm gonna go. I'm not gonna read off the list. Yeah. I'm just gonna look at it. I think I. Oh yeah, I do got it. It was actually um, like kind of difficult to make a a list of things that I nerd out about because yeah, you just don't think about it. Or at least I don't. It's it's too natural. Yeah. You're just like, do I really nerd out about that, yeah. or is it really just? something that everybody else does but you put minimalism on here Mm -hmm. and i know being your friend on facebook (laughs) and seeing your post about it i just like oh okay that's pretty cool explain to me actually what that means well i mean minimalism as a lifestyle is just about learning to live more with less so at that at the outset it's about like getting rid of things that you don't need paring down simple life so it's easiest to start with getting rid of most of your possessions, but then you're supposed to like simplify your calendar and your responsibilities and maybe your relationships and you just get rid of anything that doesn't add value to your life or it doesn't bring you joy so that you can focus on the things that do bring you joy. Cool. So 
I thought I never thought that sounded interesting at all or cool, <laughs> but um, I I made a capsule wardrobe in March, and that was kind of my gateway drug to minimalism. Mm-hmm. Um, capsule wardrobes are like a really limited wardrobe that you wear for like a season. Yeah. Um, mine is about forty pieces of clothing, including shoes, and you only wear that, and you put everything else away, or you get rid of it. And um, and I loved it so much that I started just getting rid of all of the other, like, everything in our house. Yeah, so it kind of just made, you're like, oh, I can definitely do it. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's awesome. Because I love challenges, like, yeah. something that's a little, like, that just pushes me. I always like to, like, push myself. So having just this, like, tiny wardrobe that takes up, like, a foot of space in my closet was a challenge but then I realized it was like so great I never had to think about what to wear or what looked good because everything looked good everything was my favorite yeah mm-hmm. and then I wanted to apply it to my whole house yeah that's cool because it was all stuff you you decided that you really wanted mm-hmm. wanted around huh mm-hmm. that's actually pretty neat I don't that's think cool yeah I've thought about doing that <laughs> but and I'm like you know I could probably do that because as it is I only wear like Mm-hmm. This many pairs of clothing, like I'll catch myself saying, like that's what I gravitate towards, and mm-hmm. then I don't use the rest of the clothes. But then, like the next season will come around, and then I'll be like, oh, I have this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then, I don't know. So it's really hard for me to let go of things, kind of, because then I'm like, I could use it next time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think like that's nice to be able to have a bunch of stuff. But the benefits of not having to look at it and yeah. not having to think about it yeah. and process it and it taking up your energy, yeah. it outweighs it. Yeah. And what, like, if I have things that aren't seasonal, I put them in a box. So I still have them, but I just don't look at them yeah, right now. Yeah, you don't have to deal with it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, mean, that's, I think that's very good of you. It's fun. Like, if you just think about it as an experiment... Just do it for like three months and then, you know, keep all your clothes if you want to. Don't give it, get rid of anything. Just see like if you like it. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that would benefit us a lot, especially since we're running out of room in our closets and our drawers and in then. junk room. In your junk yeah. room. Yeah. The junk room is a pretty good indication that you should probably get rid of a few things. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, usually I actually yes. do record in the junk room. <laughs> but uh, but Priscilla's like, um, you're going to record in the other room, right? I'm like, yes, because I don't want to scare Sarah away. I don't want her to make think that the DJ system's going to fall on her. And, yeah, you want her to survive the podcast. Um, <laughs> so on top of that, too. You and mentioned... you just contributed yeah. to, like, more stuff. I brought over a oh. table today. You know what, though? But I wasn't going to turn it away. Like, oh, I no. have a friend that just told me, hey, you know, my grandma had these, like, two chairs, and I know you like mid-century modern, so she's like, do you want them? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I do want them, but I don't know where I'm going to put them. <laughs> you should have, like, a um, an antiques booth at one of the stores. That way, like, you could try things out, and if you don't like it, just sell it. Yeah. It makes such a great, like, profit. That would be awesome because then then, uh, I can have it for a little while, and Mm -hmm. then if I get tired of it, I can Mm -hmm. move in something else. How did you get into that? Uh, Like the mid century Uh modern? I don't know. I just, I like the simplicity of it. I like, I don't know. I don't know. 
like, like was there a time when you, you didn't know what mid-century modern was like do you remember when you first learned no um well let's see i bought a house uh what eight years ago oh yeah yeah let's say i bought a house and i was gonna renovate it i was really excited about it so i started looking at all these like design magazines and stuff Mm -hmm. and that's the kind of style that i liked more Mm -hmm. so i do like i like eclectic eclectic things Mm -hmm. so i do like mixing things but um but i don't know i i don't know I like the way, I, I think I think mid-century modern is kind of like timeless mm-hmm. because it fits, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's still modern, but it's still classy. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it, has a, it has kind of just a way, it works itself into every kind of style, yes. you think? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we can kind of mix match it with something newer, but I have a bad, t- I have bad taste in furniture, so... I'm glad I have you, because everything would suck. <laughs> I, I don't know. I want to, like, change it up a bit and maybe just stop with, maybe I'm just doing too much mid-century modern. <laughs> like, you see, like, all this furniture in our living room. We have two couches in our living room, and... It's beautiful. And, and 17 chairs. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it feels like yeah. sometimes. <laughs> well, now we got a sweet little table. I really am addicted to it. I'm actually really it. nice. Yeah. Really, Thank you. Cool. It fits perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, well, that's what we kept running into is, like, I would just keep collecting more and more furniture and more and more things to put on the wall and more clothes and more shoes and more books and then mm. more baby things and, like, more housewares and mm-hmm. then, oh, it's time to upgrade or get things for the patio. Yeah. And, like, it seems like it never ends. Yes. Like, yes. there's always, like, oh, we just need... Like a yeah. side table now. Now we need a lamp to put on the side table. Or, oh, let's rearrange this little, like, mm-hmm. collection of things on the wall. And, oh, we need one more, like, piece of art. Yeah. And and it just felt like it was never going to end. And we yeah. were never going to have everything. And um, there's always going to be, like, one more purchase ahead that we had to make. And so when I started reading about a minimalist lifestyle, it was kind of the answer to yeah. that. It just said like you're done like you don't need anything yeah, else exactly you could get rid of some of the things that you have and still be happy and yeah. I thought oh yeah that's the answer or like mm-hmm. I would go shopping and I'd be in a store full of clothes and think well, like where do I even start like do mm-hmm. I like everything do yeah. I should I just get everything yeah. should I get, and I would just get and I end up getting nothing and I'd get it like sleep clothes yeah because yeah. it'd be so overwhelming but now my I know everything I own. I know all of the things in my closet, and if something would look good with all of those things or not, and yeah. You just think about all your possessions as like one whole thing, and yeah, like we're packing right now, and every time I put something into a box, I know that I've touched it at least like four times in the last six months and made a decision on do I want this, mm-hmm. and so there's nothing in my house that's just there because I just because I have it like I've made a decision I love this thing I'll keep it and mm-hmm. I think that's cool yeah. yeah I feel like it is kind of like human nature though like try to use up as all the space that you have mm-hmm. you know what I mean like you just feel that need to like oh I gotta put something there mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I totally get well, that I mean okay 
look at all the storage spaces we have. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> you know, there's tons of storage units and people just keep filling up stuff. And the only reason why they fill that up because their garage is already filled up and they don't even use their garage yeah. for their car. They have yeah. to park so, in the driveway. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so, letting go is an issue. Like, yeah. yeah. People can't let go. It's super hard with yeah. our family. Like, they... We basically just can't tell them the things that we're getting rid of because they're like the just in casers, or yeah. it's, I gave you that, or like that's valuable. Or even feel or, guilty about it too, yeah. like, oh, I can't I was, get rid of it because so and so gave it to me. I yeah. was just about to ask you that is how do you deal with like Gifts. little. Yeah. I mean, like they're sentimental to them, and so mm -hmm. you want to you wanna keep that, but mm -hmm. at the same time, you're like, I have no use for it. Yeah. The, this or, has come up so many times. The, like One example is I had a pair of jeans that my friend Robert kind of um, decorated for me in high school. Like He kind of took them apart and reworked the jeans and like painted on them, and they're really cool. And I could still fit in them, barely, but I don't really need these in my life. I don't really wear jeans with huge holes in them <laughs> anymore or... I, I don't need them, but I love them, and they represent this friendship. So they were one of the very last things that I let go of. First, I tried to cut them into shorts to try to hold on to them, and then I realized I was just trying way too hard to hold on to this memory. Like, I'm still friends with him. Mm -hmm. Our friendship still exists, and we still have all these memories. Like, the jeans are just jeans. Like, I got mm -hmm. them at TJ Maxx. They've got <laughs> acrylic paint on them. Like, they are not the friendship. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if you're able to, like, distance yourself from the object and think it is not the memory itself, it's not the mm -hmm. friendship, it's not the relationship, then you can get rid of it. Also, I took a picture of them. Yeah. Well, that's a so, good, yeah. Yeah, so. so, like, if I really want to see them again, I have a picture. Yeah. <laughs> it's in your iCloud. Yeah. So, but they're, like, <laughs> That's what people will find. Yes. <laughs> it's in our Flickr. We just, all of our pictures are now on our Flickr. That's really interesting. I was taking a drink of water, so sorry about that. <laughs> um, so what is your interest in Pretty Little Liars? <laughs> I love Pretty Little Liars. Well, I started watching it on Netflix last fall after the baby was born. I have an 11-month-old. And uh, I'd be stuck holding her, nursing her for hours all day, you know, healing and whatnot. So I started watching Pretty Little Liars just, like, all day, every day. Huh. And um, I've watched every episode now. <laughs> I've watched a lot of them multiple times looking for clues because it's a murder mystery, you know, in the beginning. And um, so now I've watched every everything. Mm -hmm. And um, I love it. It's like, would you consider it your guilty pleasure? Like yes. Like it's one of those shows where you're like, yeah, I'll watch it because I like it. It's kind of like... A lot of people like it, though. I don't the, yeah. think it's is it one really? of those types. Is it really a popular show? It's yeah, pretty popular, yeah. but I've it's... I've never seen it, but I think it is, right? It's, yeah, because I think you could feel guilty because it's for teenagers, but... Yeah, I guess that's I, where I'm getting is... Yeah. I don't feel guilty because it makes me think a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it also makes me think I should probably read mystery books, but yeah. then I'm scared to read mysteries because I don't like violence. And yeah. so I don't want to start reading one in there. So, It'd be like like really terrifying like body Explanations, parts yeah. being chopped up or um, spines being ripped out. <laughs> the Pretty Little Liar star 
I, I guess I, I, I might have mixed it up with another show. I could Did it not start out as a book? or is, Yeah. It, it did start out it's as a, a book. It's a series. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. But the, the yeah. supposedly the show goes in a different... Like, it has a different plot oh, okay. than the books. But they're so really So this similar. is like The Walking Dead, but for teenagers... Yes. Geared towards them. If I watched anything <laughs> with... Um, what are they? Teenagers? <laughs> Walking Dead. Zombies. Oh, zombies. zombies yeah. yeah. Don't do zombies. There's a lot, a lot of, the, well, a lot of do not enter. No, I don't. In my life. And I think that's that's perfectly fine because it's just you get into this. If you do start watching everything, then people are like, "Oh, you have to watch this," and mm-hmm. then they're like, oh, "Okay, well, I guess." And they're like, "Oh, it's really good." I'm like, all right, well, I'll watch it. Like, I got, I'm, I'm I started watching season eight of Doctor Who is up now, and I'm super psyched about it. On, on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I kind of got sucked back into it because my niece is into it, and I stopped watching it actually like two years ago just because I kind of got over it. Mm-hmm. But and it's a good show, and people will, like sit there and tell me like, "Oh, you still watch it?" I'm like, "No, I don't." Like, kind of felt bad about not watching it, and it just that's the thing. It's like you have to like say, "No, I don't want to watch it," and be okay with it. Like Priscilla has made the con- has made the decision this past week that she is not going to watch the new season of Walking Dead because she cannot take it I anymore. I can't handle mm-hmm. the stress yeah. and the, you mm. know, I started watching, uh, was it the Bates Motel? Oh, yeah. And I got into it and I was like, okay, this is interesting, but it started getting to the point, like towards the end of the season where I was just like, this is too much. Like, it yeah, just, you didn't want to know what I, happened. I get you got scared. Real, like, I think the stress is more of like, oh my gosh, this is going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah. So you're just waiting for that moment, and then it doesn't happen, and you're like, oh my gosh, it's going to happen, but I, I don't hate know that when feeling. it's going to Yeah, I hate that. It's exactly why we watch General Hospital. Yes, because it's... <laughs> <laughs> Do you never get that feeling when you're watching General Hospital? No, I never There's get no that There's no stress feeling. in it at all. It's and no stress, and you can kind of, like, figure out what's going to happen, and then... But sometimes it's like a twist, like, well, no, that's not her son. That's <laughs> her son. And so... When we're not cousins, we're sisters! Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, it's... It's, it's funny. It's, it's funny. It's a funny show, mm-hmm. but then like, but it's not supposed to be funny, right? No. Yeah. But it no, is, but I think they realize that they're pretty funny sometimes. Like, yeah. I think they do things on purpose. Um, like for me watching, it, I did not want to watch that show. Like, I mm-hmm. would just say, no, I'm gonna go do something else. You can watch your soap opera, whatever. Why? Just because it was see, just that stigma and that it's a soap opera, uh-huh. and I didn't want to watch it. And it's and, more fun to watch it when he actually watches and it. And so with now, me like, I don't think I've right. missed an episode in a month. I've been watching. The only time I do miss episodes is if she's absolutely bored while I'm doing either one of the podcasts, and she's not a part of them. Mm-hmm. Which is most of them. You, you don't show up for the podcast, and but you'll. And if you're bored and you have some, you don't. You have nothing to do at that time. Then she'll sit down and watch one or two episodes of her show, which, I mean, she could, you could bang those out, like, in an hour and a half and watch two episodes, yeah. which is, like, super easy. But we'll sit there and we'll watch them. And I do, I crack jokes most of the time while watching it. I either crack jokes or I get really mad. But mm-hmm. not mad, like, in a stressed out way. Like, mad, like, in, like, I can't believe they're writing it like this kind of a way. Right, like, right. like, there's so many... And you know what he says a lot of the times? He's like, this is what they do in wrestling. It's called this. Or it's called that. And I'm I like, bring the wrestling... I bring the wrestling story. Well, it's all the same. It's 
it's it's all soap operas like and growing up and realizing like oh man i've been watching those soap operas since i was eight anyway even younger than that but i think that's why i like watching the bachelor yeah which i can't watch anymore because we don't have tv like now we're tv anymore <laughs> but when we did i love watching the bachelor like i know it's ridiculous I know, like, it's sexist and just, like... It is such a bad just, show. Just, like, terrible, but I would not miss an episode, and I look forward to it all week. Like, yeah. is it Monday yet? Is it Monday? Is it Monday? It's a Monday! The Bachelor! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See? And General Hospital mm-hmm. is like that. You know, it's, it's so ridiculous that you just want to watch it. I I was not into... Well, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I used to watch All Mine Children. Okay. And then I watched that for a while, but then... You watched Ugly you know, Betty, but you watched, watch. you watched the original version of Ugly Betty. Yeah, there's but... There's two versions? There's a, there's a Spanish version. Oh. Yeah, Ugly yeah. Betty stemmed from... Uh, it was made from an old Mexico. Well, there's yeah. like different yeah there's different versions there's like different variations it. in Mexico oh, yeah. of like all the ugly Bettys that have been there and you would watch the one like the Mexico version yeah. which are you would watch it yeah. at your mom's house yeah and then but but those those soap operas only last like so long they don't last like years and years right. and years like decades yes. right? yeah so like you get your fix mm-hmm. but um anyways I started watching General Hospital because well, at work we have a TV, so during lunch we just turn it on, and that was the show that would be on, and that mm-hmm. was just like the background sound. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so one day I was just standing there, and I was like, "What? This girl got in a car accident. Everybody's all panicking, and that was it." I was like, "Okay," I was like, "This show is ridiculous," but then. Um, I stopped watching it for a while, and then I watched it again, and then it was kind of the same story, because, like, it'll last a whole week. One day will last a whole week. Basically, yeah. So, um... One week will be two hours. So, I'll watch, I watched the, the following week, and then it was... it. I was like, what? This girl... Okay, alright. So, I started, like, figuring out what was going on, and then it just kind of evolved and I was like I wanted to know what was going to happen next but then it gets sometimes it it gets into those weeks where you're just like you're like this is some weak ass writing yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then you don't care but then something else happens and, and then they like, spice it up with this. somebody like getting shot and you're like finally <laughs> something, something happened <laughs> that's how it is with Pretty Little Liars like I mean, the only time something happens is in maybe the premiere, maybe, and then the finale. Yeah. And then everything else in between is just, like, filler. It's the same thing with wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, it's stagnant and stagnant, and finally, like, somebody came back, and we're all excited about mm-hmm. it, and it's TV. That's how TV works, I guess. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you noticed when the Pretty Little Liar finale for season 6A happened... Everyone was mad, but it was I like heard. I remember yeah. people. I well, we have our friend Jamie. She was oh, into okay. the show, and yeah. she she's into the show. Well, and I remember her. I know a lot of people that are on my Facebook. They're like, I can't believe this happened. Oh, it's or, extremely disappointing. Yeah, it's it's because you because like the great thing about Pretty Little Liars and them being on ABC Family is they have so many episodes. So mm-hmm. it's not like you know HBO where you have eight episodes for a season. There's like, you know, 20-something episodes. So yeah. you you get so much story 
but then not enough answers at the end and so it's not really all that satisfying Mm -hmm. like it kind of right you're you're you've got like maybe 20 questions that you need answered Mm -hmm. and then by the end like with this season nope (laughs) not enough answers and the answers didn't make sense with the questions and it was it made me think that I need to just read books (laughs) and <laughs> not worry about yeah. TV anymore. Yeah. 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 Hey, sometimes I feel that way. Because <laughs> I hate, like, if a show's a mystery and they're waiting till the end to tell you the answers, but then you get to the end and you realize they didn't know well, yeah, the you, answers in the beginning. Where you watch 20 episodes hoping to get somewhere and it's just like, no, we're going to leave you on a cliffhanger and we'll tell you next year. Or never. Or like never. Lost. Oh, oh. gosh. <laughs> Can I just turn into the Lost podcast? Yeah. <laughs> But that's what it felt like because when Mitch and I first moved to Roswell, we didn't have any friends mm-hmm. and we hadn't really been watching TV for the last few years because he was in law school and I didn't have a TV at my apartment. And so we got here and all we did was watch Lost mm-hmm. like all night for like a year. And it was disappointing. There was four seasons where I felt lost. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you were in Lost. Like, I was, <laughs> like, well, they leave, and then they go back, for whatever reason, and then there's so many ridiculous storylines within Lost. Like, yeah. it started out so good. So It good. was so good. I think the first two seasons were amazing. And and then they started bringing in new people, and I was like, I don't know how I feel about new people being here. They go here. back in time. They go back in time, and then it turns out that... What? Yeah, it's... If you wait, you haven't watched. No, I. You know, I do remember watching Lost with my cousin and getting into it, but I think that was still part of like when it was early on. Early early on, on, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Um. So I get mad if they don't know the answers in the beginning. Like I feel like they just made up the. Well, yeah, they did. They did make up the ending. I felt like if you start a show, especially I think a show like Lost, it should have been. They should have knew what they wanted to hit they should have like they knew how they had a great start and it was so good mm-hmm. and they got lost you know <laughs> they got lost about in the middle you know right before the middle they just were like i don't know what to do anymore what do we keep writing the show and i mean abrams is cool and all but he was just he was milking it like yeah and he was just getting that lost money mm-hmm. that's all you wanted and so was uh the, the actor what's his name uh matthew fox Party of Five guy. Oh, yeah. he was on Party of Five. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. It was a great show. That <laughs> <laughs> was a good show. Uh, I have a confession to make. Shoot. Oh, I can't so wait. I think it was when you guys first moved into town mm-hmm. that we saw you guys at Starbucks, and I told Matt, I was like, we should be friends with. Them. <laughs> I'm not kidding you, but I was like, no, they're probably too cool for us. Not they true. probably would never talk to us. And and then we would see you around town, and I don't want to be, like, weird. I mistaked you like for my friend like, one time. Jamie? Yeah. Yes. I loved yeah. the, the season of time where Jamie <laughs> I and I did. were twins. <laughs> I did. And I went, I went to Sarah, and I was just like, oh, you're not Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, one time when I, well, I think at Starbucks, mm-hmm. you know, Jamie's yeah. brother works there. Yeah. And he would always be like, ooh, look a lot like my sister. <laughs> Yeah. And we, it was at a time where she and I were both, like, in grad school. We were both writing a I book. I think you guys even had, like, the same length hair. Same it length was, hair, same bangs. Like, yeah. yeah. It was really, it was crazy. It was an honor to be her doppelganger for a little <laughs> while because she's so cool. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I remember walking up and I was like, oh my god, that is not Jamie. <laughs> I do not know that person. I knew I knew who you were, but it was just like... I love when you're yeah. able to see somebody and pick them out as friends. Like, yeah. one, of my, one of my good friends now, I moved to her small town when I was in college, and she worked at a grocery store, and she was checking... Not checking me out, but checking my groceries out. Yeah, checking you out. (laughs) (laughs) And like she... I think that one sounds better. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) She was totally ridiculous and got like really excited to meet me. Yeah. And like wanted to be my friend. And we're still friends. And like I think sometimes you just get a feeling about people. And like you should go with it. Yeah. Go with your gut on that. Yeah, yeah. you should have went with on your gut. You then we would be like better friends yeah. now. We would be yeah. like, and now they're moving. We'd be Here's five the years thing. into it. Here's the thing, though. Like I couldn't believe that you had been here for that long. Like it, I was like, wow, it feels like they really haven't been here. But it was just because I didn't know you. And we didn't know a lot yeah. of people up until like two years ago. Yeah, when yeah when White Pack started. Mm-hmm. Well, what I was gonna say was. Normally, I am that type of person that is like, hey, I'm Priscilla, you know, (laughs) and I'll introduce myself, but then he's not that type of person. Mm. So he's like, that's really weird. Don't do that (laughs) around me. So, like, for him, it's embarrassing. So I don't want to embarrass him either. And then I don't, and then I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to embarrass myself. You know, maybe, maybe I'm at that age where it's not cool, it's weird. For me to, I mean, when you were in school, like, you know, when you're in elementary school, you know, and, like, the kids walk up to you, hey, I want to be your friend, that's okay, totally but, like, it's you know how easy it was yeah. when you were a kid, just, it's, hey, we got the same shoes! It's so much harder now. <laughs> it yeah. is harder. I, you pooped I, your pants, so did I! <laughs> you know how the other person's going to feel about you, and you don't want to feel rejected. And yeah. Like, no, yeah, it, I think it is. And you and did look, you guys did look totally cooler than us, so we were just like, maybe maybe. I was in that mind state, and I I still kind of am sometimes, where I'm like, I don't want more friends. I can only handle the amount that I have now. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, I, 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 like I'm antisocial in that way. Well, it's it's yeah. not a good thing. It's, but have you ever regretted making a friend? Yes. Do you have any full house music? <laughs> Do you have any like very sentimental music that could play? So, uh, right now? I like that. Uh, that's never, a good scene. Like, no, no, really no. You're not. I regret said, it. Like, and I know what I you just mean. said yes as a joke. Because it takes a lot of energy to like make a new friend. Because you have to get through the like one or two awkward hangouts mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. and or awkward conversations. Kind of just and standing then, around each other. Yeah. Then yeah. you can be friends, but you're never like, ah, oh, crap. Like now yeah. I gotta be their friend. <laughs> Yeah, that's what Sarah really? said right before. That's what never. Sarah said right before the podcast. Never, never. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, um, I gotta remember this when we move though, because I'm, you know, we're moving in like three weeks, and I'm pretty sure, like, I've been thinking I'll just be a hermit in my mm-hmm. new place and not make any friends. But but you're moving to such a bigger place, I you know. know. Like, I think it's just gonna be natural. You're gonna. I think it's just gonna happen. You're gonna run in wherever you are, whether it's like in like a house or an apartment. You're going to make friends with, you're going to know your neighbors, mm-hmm. and your neighbors will be your friends, mm-hmm. or, you're, is that, I think that's just the way, because people are going like, to get interested, too, like, oh, unless you live, like, in the block I live on, where <laughs> nobody likes anybody, <laughs> but uh, uh, I just think it's kind of natural, like, oh, who's the new people coming in, and, yeah. I think it's harder for us to make friends now, because 
our life is so busy. Mm -hmm. Well, partly because of me, you know, my dad. I have school now. Uh, I, you know, work. I try to go to church as often as I can. And I try to still keep all my friends, but it's just so many things that I have to, like... Mm -hmm. You I think once you double. start, you start thinking, like, your life as a... And then I still want to fit in, like, a healthy lifestyle with, like, working out. <laughs> and I, and, like, yeah. that's sort of, like, been kicked to the curb now. I just know? started thinking about, like, how many things they, you know, you, you feel like you should be doing in a single day and how impossible it is. Mm -hmm. Like, work out, take the dogs out, mm -hmm. like clean the dog bowl like i just read i'm supposed to be washing the dog's water bowl every day, every day. That's, <laughs> i didn't know that was a yeah. thing i mean maybe I'm like, yeah that's a lot to do now you know i've got to like keep a baby alive and like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty important write yeah. letters to friends and yeah. like pay my bills and yeah. like there's so many things like yeah. you can't do it all in one day yeah no you're absolutely right yeah i mean that's why so with your minimalism mm -hmm. how has your schedule like your daily schedule i still feel like you're like, busier than ever i am yeah. very busy but um well okay so when i haven't been able to like eliminate responsibilities other than you know i just resigned as president of the you know the group that we're we all are members of um <laughs> it's not a cult <laughs> yeah the one thing i would say with my time it wasn't having fate okay guys <laughs> 2.0 but it is <laughs> is I, I try not to multitask as much like i used to um if i was ever nursing the baby i was definitely like on my phone doing stuff too or I, I really try to do single task now, and I'm not always good at it, but that's the one thing that my way I've tried to, like, bring minimalism into my time yeah. is just when I'm doing something, just only do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is harder than it, because it's just so easy to be on your phone. It is. Yeah. It is. Like, you can't even watch, I can't even watch a TV show without. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's without horrible. this, I'm, mm -hmm. I have my iPad in my hand, without my iPad or my phone. Right. Like, and what do you do during commercials? I'm literally looking, I'm going through my Facebook or whatever, mm -hmm. just passing the time along. And I'm like, what am I actually doing? You know, and I think about it. Mm -hmm. There's times where I don't even need to be on my phone, but it's just a habit mm -hmm. to like check it. And I'm just like, Ugh. Mm -hmm. you know, no, yeah. I, yeah. it's a short attention spans, but also at the same time, single tasking is great because you can do one thing really well, mm -hmm. or you can do two things like half-assed, Yeah, you know, and. And, like, since I'm a stay-at-home parent right now, I just try to really be in, involved with Annabelle, with my daughter, yeah. and, and just think, like, this is the only day that we're going to have that's just, like, today, mm -hmm. and not try to well, do so, yeah. 10 other things you, while I'm playing with her. Yeah, because, I mean, at the same time, you multitask and you're disconnected from at least one of those mm -hmm. things that you should be really focusing 100% on. Mm -hmm. Like, I... You like I can't multitask while like we're doing the show. I just would I would lose. It. There's there's plenty of times where on the other show or even during this show, not this one in particular, but like with Jeremy, where I'm looking something up and he's talking and I'm mm -hmm. trying to look something up for him or to talk about. And he said something and and I look at him and I'm you like, what's that. yeah? And I've missed it. Ah. Yeah, and and then I go back and I listen on the show 
And I'm like, oh my God, it sounds so <laughs> stupid. He's like sitting there talking and he's left it kind of open-ended for me to go in there. And I'm just like, oh yeah, so fantasy football started and <laughs> yeah. I got 18 teams this year. And yeah. You know, I think you get that from me. Why? <laughs> well, because there's a lot of the time, there's a lot of the time. Well, you do, you, 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 you try to multitask quite a bit. I've yeah. noticed that, like, but it's not really, I don't, it's not really you doing it to multitask. It's just you're, I've kind of interrupted you while you're doing something and I can't, you, you're very hard, your concentration is very hard to break. Yeah. I've noticed that, like, when I'm talking to you and you're like, like, you're writing something to somebody important, you know, something important that you're focused on and like, I don't know that it's important because I'm talking to you. Yeah. And, but you're not giving me any like, sort of response, but I'm just kind of like left hanging, and I'm like, well, what does she want for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> you I guess, haven't answered me. I guess you've ignored I'm, me. I guess I'm going to Whataburger. <laughs> well, I'm going to Sarah's. Uh, <laughs> Sarah's, got some, Sarah's got some brisket I'm for gonna us. I'm going to have brisket for the third time today. <laughs> There's nothing brisket wrong with that. Brisket pizza. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Um, so, yeah. I yeah. have a question for you. Okay. So. This is the show for questions. Uh. <laughs> So now that you have a daughter and you're raising her, mm -hmm. is there is there anything that you're like, okay, I'm not gonna raise her, I'm not gonna allow her to do this or to do that? Like, is there any restrictions you might have? Ecstasy, heroin. <laughs> you or Mitch, yeah. Uh, restrictions. No fireball whiskey in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no binge drinking. No binge drinking anymore in well, front well, of the, the kids. Why I ask that is because nowadays, like, some parents are okay with like handing their phone to their child, oh, and, like playing okay. with yeah. it, or um, well, because we have plenty of nieces or and nephews eating between candy us, or okay. and stuff we try like to that. we try to um, discourage that when we're around them. Yeah. Um, the youngest one just turned one. That we have a nephew mm -hmm. and um i don't think he's really taken to the phone mm -hmm. at all which i think is i think fantastic I think babies do gravitate towards that just because it lights up yeah yeah i think that's the thing but yeah it definitely i i've never i try not to be that that uncle where i'm like here play with my phone right mm -hmm. you know yeah i mean annabelle would love to play with our phones if we gave it to her but um, one, I think it's because she knows that we find our phones important yeah. because we're always on them. Mm -hmm. And two, it, it lights up, it makes sounds. She doesn't have any toys that yeah. really make noise. Um, she doesn't get to watch TV. Um, she, yeah, we, we don't we don't let her really have screen time or, or watch baby TV. Lately, sometimes I'll, I'll get my phone out and show her, like, a little clip of something, like, Teletubbies. Like, mm -hmm. hey, baby, like, look at this. It's yeah. the, weir the weirdest show you'll ever see. It's yeah. called Teletubbies. There. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we don't, we, we don't, it, you know, it's recommended to not have screen time for the first two years. And I real I took the time the other day to figure out why, because at first... I was just like, okay, I'll stick to that rule. But mm -hmm. I didn't really know why we were doing it. Like, I thought I had something to do with ADD, and it doesn't. It's it's because it's more important for them to have face-to-face -face interaction with people and with the things they're playing with and not just, like, easy zone-out time not on the phone. face-to-face -face interaction mm -hmm. where there's a phone in between the face-to-face. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So that and so perfect Because sense. they're um, learning so much their first three years and, like, 
you know, all these different connections are being made in their brain. Like you want to just capitalize on all yeah. that time. So that's why she doesn't have screen time. I think that's great. I mean, I have a nephew that's four. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, he's the kid that's on the phone. And mm-hmm. he is like so into it. And it drives me bananas, like mm-hmm. seeing him on there. It's Fortunately, it's my sister's son. <laughs> he's uh, he's the craziest one. But And they would give him the phone to like calm, calm him, him down. down. Yeah. You know, and now he like spazzes out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't do it. I would much rather yeah. my baby like crawl on the that floors and pick up all the germs yeah. and like just explore. <laughs> you know, build and, up like, the immunities. Yeah. Just do it. Go be go be like a go wild a baby. baby and everyone can judge me here, but I'm not giving nah, her my phone. Like I'll, I'd I, much rather. I do think that. compared to I I I think I can group you in our generation. Like I think we were the last ones to grow up without having a cell phone in our hands mm-hmm. in our pocket. We, I think we we're. I remember I was able to stay out on my bike till like the sun went down, mm-hmm. and if the sun was down, I had to be home. And this is me, like from like from nine to like fourteen, I had that little bit of freedom where I could go and do that. When I turned fourteen, I was a teenager. Obviously, I wasn't like going and doing like the same thing I was doing as as a kid. But you know. I, it was kind of cool, and then you think about it, people freak out like those kids are playing in the street. Oh yeah, what are they doing? Mm. I I think that's all I did when I was a kid was playing in the street. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was on my bike or my skateboard like nonstop, like yeah. every day. And yeah, I think I, I, it's kind of funny now too. I guess it's just maybe we're over cautious. Yeah, you know. Like, yeah, I think of all the things I broke on my body <laughs> and I'm like I'm not gonna let my kid do that. <laughs> yeah, my family lived like in East Texas. Well, my granny did, and if I go would go visit, like I get to explore the forest by myself and just be gone, yeah. like for forever, yeah. and nobody cared. It was totally fine. But and now... if you're around somebody's friend's house and they had a phone, you can just call your mom and be mm-hmm. like, "Hey, I'm over here. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm still alive." I remember we used to be able to do that. One of our friends, like two blocks over, growing up as a kid, got a trampoline, and we'd be there till like ten thirty on the mm-hmm. stupid trampoline. No, if you don't know where your kids are, it's a label. Like you're, you're a bad you're, parent. You're free, you're free range parenting, yeah. or like you're yeah, you're just you're or yeah. No, I, yeah, it's a just, whole different tangent. Yeah, they throw a label on you, yeah. and you're like you don't know what your kids yeah, doing. Yeah, bad parent. Did you ever get disciplined as a yes. child? Yeah, yeah, I did. Well, too. I think so. I think, and I didn't think, I didn't consider it. Well, now it's considered child abuse. Some of some forms of it. Well, I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, I. I think, mean, belt, I, th- like I think a belt, I think a belt to the butt's child abuse now, but mm-hmm. I think before. Right. Well, I mean, there's there's fine lines, mm-hmm. you know, like there is child abuse. Well, yeah, throwing your like kid out the window is child abuse. Child, yeah. And, and like in the parenting world, that's just such a huge hot topic. Like, yeah. yeah. There's you know every interpretation of it, and it's hard to figure out what are we gonna do. Luckily, we don't have to discipline a, you know, a one one year old, but. Yeah, it's hard to figure yeah. out because you know the sad thing is when you see people do like get upset with the one year old like yeah. in that kind of matter. I'm like, oh. well, that blows my mind. See that? Yeah, I guess that's me why and Priscilla it is had this such a hot topic because this crazy experience at a grocery store one time. Yeah, where it was horrible. This lady cut me off in the parking lot, proceeded to park, and then is like yelling at her. The kid couldn't be more than two years old, and she's like dropping f bombs, and I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, it was. Why are you having kids? Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that's not and then that disappointing. Kid's, that's, that's not just... Yeah. And then I'm like, that yeah. kid's going to grow up and think that's normal. I think 
And then they're going to have kids, and they're going to treat their kids that way if they don't realize oh, it sooner yeah. or later, you know. And that, that, that broke me heart. Broke my heart. Me heart. It broke my heart. <laughs> me heart. <laughs> me heart is being broken by the poor parenting. That's my uh, crusty yeah. so there's uh, crab. Going back to your question, there are, like, things that we don't let her do, but it's more so that she can do other things. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's great. Well, I mean, she's still a child, so it's not... You haven't really, I guess, gotten to that point where you're... You haven't broken her dreams yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not yet. That'll be her teenage years. Maybe when I was, like, scraping... Every time I scrape (laughs) something out of her mouth that she wants to eat, that's breaking her You're breaking her heart just a little bit. She wants to eat all the mulch (laughs) and all the sand and the... She wants to eat everything, really. My sister was a compulsive dirt eater. Yeah. And uh, I think it has something to do with the way she acts now. So maybe you're doing a good thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I remember making like little mud cakes. And mud pies? But did you eat did them? Did you eat them? No. Yeah, yeah, so yeah you didn't eat them. Huh. However, my sister claims that she did eat a mud pie. Mud. Some people dirt. crave the taste of dirt. I would eat. I've heard that. I would eat paper it, as a kid. You know what? I've heard that if you crave the taste of dirt, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's like a deficiency for something. Yeah, else. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that has a show. It's called My Strange Addiction <laughs> on a TLC. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna wrap up the show. Yeah. Well, thanks uh, for having me. Thanks for coming by. It was actually pretty awesome. There's plenty of other things to talk yeah, about. It's too bad you're um, leaving. Yeah. It's too bad. We can uh, Skype in. Oh, definitely. Okay. No. Yeah. And um, like I mentioned at the beginning of the interview, Sarah is an aspiring podcaster. I think when she gets mm-hmm. all settled and moved in, her her husband are going to do a show. Yeah. So when that is up and going, um, I'm definitely going to plug it you're going to be part of the podcast family thank you have and, you uh, decided well what it's going to be about i've decided on a blog and i think the blog could easily turn into a podcast like i want to start blogging about contentment creativity and community and but i don't have a name yet so i'll take any su- submissions i know this is this is a sophisticated setup here but anybody could podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I want to podcast soon, but like, oh, I really like. I have a vision of like the website no, and no, the blog yeah. and the podcast. Do it all at once. Like, You're, yeah. Just... And I don't have a name, so that's like the major holdup. Okay. So you got the subjects. Yeah. And listeners can send them in. Yeah. And you in. can you can poo all over them if you want. If you can make fun of them. And uh, so thanks for coming by. Uh, hey Priscilla, thanks for being part of the show. That was awesome. Yeah, you can, so fun. You can follow. Um, I didn't give Priscilla the, the actual proper shout out she should have got. No, it's okay. But you can follow one. Priscilla on. It's not okay. You can follow her on Twitter at O Priscilla. She's hilarious. And on um, Instagram. And on Instagram at O Peaches. You can just follow. You you'll find her on my feed. It's hilarious. Follow me, Mateo eighty three. Uh, Sarah, do you have a Twitter? I don't. Oh, I, I do. It's at June Wild. Yeah. Okay. But I don't. I don't use it a lot. I am okay. on Instagram at Sarah Triana Mitchell. Fantastic. Um, I'll share the links if you want me to. Yes. And then um, I'll happily share the podcast once it's already. So on that note, guys, uh, we'll see you guys or here. Um, <laughs> I don't know how Jeremy signs off on this show. I do the I do the wrestling podcast. Um, so on that note, guys, we'll, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.